Shalom, and welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean, your host. Today, we will not be looking at our Torah portion for today because this week's Torah portion schedule is interrupted by a very special feast day, which we know as the Feast of Trumpets, and actually we know it as many names. And I'm going to cover some of those with you uh, here in just a second. Um, But thank you for tuning in. And just so you know, the Feast of Trumpets for me, which is the first of the fall feast, is a high watch time uh, in my mind. And it's a day that I always take very, very seriously as far as paying attention and uh, drawing near to God. And I would recommend that you do the same. And we're going to talk about all of that on today's broadcast. According to most calendars, uh, Feast of Trumpets starts tonight, Friday, September 18th at sundown, and runs till tomorrow, Saturday night, September 19th at sundown. So it's sundown to sundown. All right, well, let's talk about what it's called. Uh, We have the name Yom Tirah, uh, which is the fall feast... It marks the start of the fall season, and Tira means to make a loud noise, which is why Yom Tira is also called the Day of Trumpets, or even the Day of Shouting. In other uh, circles, it's known as Rosh Hashanah, which literally means the head of the year. Um, it's the Jewish New Year. It is the first of the High Holidays, or Yamin Noraim, which means the Day of Awe. And it's celebrated 10 days before Yom Kippur. And Rosh Hashanah observes, uh, is observed on the first two days of Tishri in the seventh month of the Hebrew calendar. It is described in the Torah as Yom Terah, a day of sounding the shofar. Now, what many of you may not know is that in many Hebraic and Jewish traditions, uh, in Jewish literature and poetry, it's known as Yom Hadin, which means the day of judgment, a day when God judges humanity, which is an interesting viewpoint, right? I mean, so is it. A, and in other traditions, it's known as a day of joy. So is it a day of judgment or is it a day of joy? And what is it that we are memorializing? That is what we're going to discuss on the podcast today. And we're going to start that by going to the book of Leviticus, where we are told to memorialize this day and see if we can figure out what it is that we are actually supposed to be memorializing. So if we go to Leviticus chapter 23, verses 23 through 25 say this, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel saying, In the seventh month, in the first day of the month, shall you have a Sabbath, a memorial of blowing of trumpets, a holy convocation. You shall do no servile work therein, but you shall offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord. So it says that we are on the seventh day, or in the, sorry, in the seventh month, remember this is the Hebrew calendar, not your standard westernized calendar seventh day or I'm sorry seventh month in the first day and that's important because we're going to be looking at an example of a day when 
the Feast of Trumpets was taking place in the book of Nehemiah before this is all over. And we know that it's about that time because it says the seventh month and the first day. So in the seventh month and the first day you shall have a Sabbath. And what you are to memorialize, what you are to remember is the blowing of trumpets. And so one might ask, what are these trumpets about? What is it that we're really supposed to be remembering? I mean, the Israelites were commanded to take this whole day to do a Sabbath on that day where they did no servile work. And they were to remember, memorialize the blowing of the shofar. I would suggest to you that what they're supposed to be memorializing, what they're remembering, is what took place at Mount Sinai in the book of Exodus chapter 19. Let's read it. 25 verses. We're going to read from the King James Bible. Exodus chapter 19. In the third month, when the children of Israel were gone forth out of the land of Egypt, the same day came they into the wilderness of Sinai. For they were departed from Raphadim, and were come to the desert of Sinai, and had pitched in the wilderness. And there Israel camped before the mount. And Moses went up to God, and the Lord called unto him out of the mountain, saying, Thus shalt thou say to the house of Jacob, and to the children of Israel, You have seen what I did to the Egyptians, and how I bear you on eagles' wings, and brought you unto myself. Now therefore, if you will obey my voice indeed, and keep my covenant, then ye shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people, for all the earth is mine. And ye shall be unto me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words which thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel. And Moses came and called for the elders of the people and laid before their faces all these words which the Lord commanded him. And all the people answered together and said, All that the Lord has spoken we will do. And Moses returned the words of the people unto the Lord. And the Lord said unto Moses, Lo, I come unto thee in a thick cloud, that the people may hear when I speak with thee and believe thee forever. And Moses told the words of the people unto the Lord. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go unto the people, and sanctify them today and tomorrow, and let them wash their clothes. And be ready against the third day, for the third day the Lord will come down in the sight of all the people upon Mount Sinai. And thou shalt set bounds unto the people round about, saying, Take heed to yourselves, that you go not up into the mountain, or touch the border of it. Whosoever touches the mount shall be surely put to death. There shall not a hand touch it, but shall surely be stoned, or shot through. Whether it be a beast or man, it shall not live. When the trumpet soundeth long, they shall come up to the mount. Now please note, this is the trumpet blast, I believe, that they are supposed to be memorializing. And what is happening exactly? He's saying when they hear the sound of the trumpet, when it blasts, that they are to come up to the mount to meet God. That's very, very significant. Because we're going to be asking ourselves, what does it mean for us today? And if the Israelites were supposed to remember the sound of the trumpet and them going up to meet God, should we also be memorializing that or furthermore 
Should we be looking to that? Let's continue. Verse 15, And he said unto the people, Be ready against the third day, and come not at your wives. And it came to pass on the third day in the morning that there were thunders and lightnings and a thick cloud upon the mount, and the voice of the trumpet exceeding loud, so that all the people was in the camp trembled. And Moses brought forth the people out of the camp to meet with God, and they stood neither part of the mount. And the Mount Sinai altogether was on a smoke, because the Lord descended upon it in fire, and the smoke thereof ascended as smoke of a furnace, and the whole mount quaked greatly. When the voice of the trumpet sounded long and waxed louder and louder, Moses spake, and God answered him by a voice. And the Lord came up down upon Mount Sinai on top of the mount, and the Lord called to Moses about up to the top of the mount, and Moses went up. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go down, charge the people, lest they break through unto the Lord to gaze, and many of them perish. And let the priests also, which come near to the Lord, sanctify themselves, lest the Lord break forth upon them. And Moses said unto the Lord, The people cannot come up to Mount Sinai, for thou chargest us, saying, Set bounds about the mount, and sanctify it. And the Lord said unto him, Away, get thee down, and thou shalt come up, thou and Aaron with thee. But let not the priests and the people break through to come up to the Lord, lest he break forth upon them. And so Moses went down into the people and spake to them. So we have in this event this loud trumpet blast, and it waxed louder and louder. And it also seems to be associated with a voice. Interesting. Now, the reason why so many Christians and people in end time uh, who are interested in end time prophecy and who study eschatology think that the coming of the Lord and the gathering of the people into the clouds would be on the Feast of Trumpets is because it's so similar in uh, what we're trying to memorialize. I mean, like we just saw, the people were gathered to come up to God at the sound of the trumpet blast right and then we go to first thessalonians and paul writes this in chapter 4 verses 14 through 17 you've all heard it a thousand times for if we believe that jesus died and rose again even so them also which sleep in jesus will god bring with him for this we say unto you by the word of the lord that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the lord shall not prevent them which are asleep for the lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first, then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Now, I'm not saying that the catching away, the return of Jesus is going to happen on the Feast of Trumpets. What I am saying is it is what we should memorialize as Christians, this and what took place in Exodus 19. That is my current belief. We memorialize, we are to remember the sound of the trumpet, what took place in Exodus. How God gathered all of his people out of Egypt. How the law was given to them at Mount Sinai and 
how that is where they met God and they heard the trumpet blast. And in the future, we're going to hear the trumpet blast again. And we're all going to be gathered to God, except for this time, it'll be for good. Because it says, and we shall, so shall we ever be with the Lord. And then we go back to our original question. Because it's known as Yom Hadin, the day of judgment. So is it a day of judgment or is it a day of joyfulness? And I would argue for God's people, it is a day of joy. But for the rest of humanity, it is a day of judgment. It's both. For those who have walked in his ways and who are in relationship with God through the shed blood of Jesus Christ and through their faith in him, those who have trusted in Messiah and in looking and longing for the return of Messiah, for them it is a day of joy, exceeding joy. But for those who have rejected this message, rejected Christ, or the hypocrites who pretend and yet their actions demonstrate that they are really part of the world, this will be a day of great sorrow, great judgment. There is only one example in the Bible and it's subtle. You'd have to, you have to understand when Feast of Trumpets is, according to the Bible, to know that this is taking place on that day. And that is in the book of Nehemiah. They have just returned to the land, right, after captivity. And if we go to Nehemiah, I'm going to start in chapter 7 with verse 73. We're going to read through, verse, through chapter 8, verse 18, so not very long. But we see an example of Ezra the scribe and Nehemiah talking to the people. And Ezra opens up the books of the law. And the people react with weeping. For many reasons, I would suggest to you, some it may be because they haven't heard. It's been so long since they heard the word of God, the law, the Torah. And secondly, maybe it's because they weren't living up to what God had said they were to do. But either way, this takes place on that day. And they are instructed to go away in peace. To eat fatty foods and to drink sugary drinks and to give gifts to their neighbors. It's a day of joy and love and maybe some weeping but it's a day to remember that not only did the trumpet blast in the past, but it will blast again in the future. Let me read this story to you from Nehemiah. King James Bible. So the priest and the Levites and the porters and the singers and some of the people and the Nethiums and all Israel dwelt in their cities. And when the seventh month came, the children of Israel were in their cities. And all the people gathered themselves together as one man into the streets that was before the water gate. And they spoke unto Ezra the scribe to bring the book of the law of Moses which the Lord had commanded to Israel. 
And Ezra the priest brought the law before the congregation both of men and women, and all that could hear with understanding, upon the first day of the seventh month. Please note, that's how we know that this is taking place on Yom Terah, because it says that this took place on the first day of the seventh month. Verse 3. And he read therein, before the street that was before the water gate, from morning until midday, before the men and the women and those that could understand and all the ears of the people were attentive unto the book of the law. And Ezra the scribe stood up upon a pulpit of wood which they had made for the purpose. And beside him stood Matiha and Shema and Neah, Yerjiah and Hilkiah and Messiah, and on his right hand on his, and on his left hand Pediah, Mishael and Micah and Hashum and Hushbadana and Zechariah and Meshalam. And Ezra opened the book in the sight of all the people, for he was above all the people, and when he opened it, all the people stood up. And Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God. And all the people answered, Amen, Amen, with lifting up their hands, and they bowed their heads and worshipped the Lord with their faces to the ground. Also, Yeshua, and Bani, and Sherbiah, and Jamin, and Akub, and Shebathiah, and Hodajah, and Messiah, and Kelta, Ezariah, Josabad, Hanan, Peliah, and the Levites caused the people to understand the law. And the people stood in their place. So they read in the book of the law of God distinctly, and gave the sense, and caused him to understand the reading. And Nehemiah, which is the Tishertha, and Ezra the priest, the scribe, and the Levites that taught the people, said unto all the people, This day is holy unto the Lord your God. Mourn not, nor weep. For all the people wept when they heard the words of the law. And he said unto them, Go your way, eat fat, and drink sweet, and send portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared, for this day is holy unto our Lord. Neither be you sorry, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. So the Levites stilled all the people, saying, Hold your peace, for the day is holy, neither be you grieved. And all the people went their way to eat and to drink and to send portions and to make mirth and because they had understood the words that were declared unto them. And on the second day were gathered together the chief of the fathers of all the people, the priests and the Levites, unto Ezra the scribe, even to understand the words of the law. And they found written in the law which the Lord God had commanded by Moses that the children of Israel should dwell in booths in the feast of the seventh month. And they that should publish and proclaim in all their cities and in Jerusalem, saying, Go forth unto the mount, and fetch olive branches, and pine branches, and myrtle branches, and palm branches, and branches of thick trees to make booths, as it is written. So the people went forth and brought them, and made themselves booths, every one upon the roof of his house, and in their courts, and in the courts of the house of God, and in the streets of the water gate, and in the streets of the gates of Ephraim. And all the congregation of them that were come out of captivity made booths and sat under booths. For since the days of Yeshua, the son of Nun, unto the day had not the children of Israel done so. And there was very great gladness. Also day by day, for the first day and to the last, he read the book of the law of God, and they kept the feast seven days. And on the eighth day was a solemn assembly according unto the manner.
And so here we had that story. And the people heard the words. They heard the law. And they wept. You know, there's much grieving and weeping going on for us right now. And for the whole world. And we're all looking for hope. We're all waiting and watching, wondering, is this going to get worse? Is there going to be an improvement? Is God going to intervene? What's, what is going to happen? And there's much stress, and much fear. But tonight, I would suggest you do this. I would suggest that you go on your way, and you eat some fat, and you drink some sweet. Maybe give a portion unto someone else. Because this day is a holy day to the Lord. And you should neither be sorry. Because the joy of the Lord is your strength. I hope you've been blessed by this podcast this morning. And I hope it gives you a little better understanding about the Feast of Trumpets. Yom Terah or Rosh Hashanah. Or even Yom Hadin, the Day of Judgment. Peace and grace be with all of you, my friends. And may God bless you. Thanks for listening.